0: The 2022 and 2023 sailing season has been very busy for Maddie Lyons, and it's not going to slow down by the sound of things. Hi, I'm Deborah Wallace from Sailing Women's Network, back with another episode of our podcast series, Women in Sailing focusing on inspiring, connecting and empowering those who enjoy the world of sailing at all levels. Maddie Lyons is a young upcoming sailor who has made the most of the last 12 months sailing in far Northern New South Wales, in South Queensland, traveling to Sydney to compete in her first Rolex Sydney Hobart Yacht Race in 2022, Experiencing Trifoiling Week in Italy as a part of her menteeship with the Magenta Project and is an accomplished all-round competitor and volunteer instructor in her local club. Thinking ahead, she finished her degree and set up an online business, which will provide an opportunity to work, travel and sail around the world for years to come. We dive into her recent experiences and talk to her about various aspects of the Magenta project. Let's welcome Maddie Lyons.
1: Hi Maddie, how are you this morning? Hi Deb, I'm really well, thank you.
0: That's good. Great to hear and welcome home from Europe. Thank you. Let's jump straight into it. Can you share with us how you actually got started in sailing, please?
1: Yeah, of course. I grew up in a sailing family. My mum and my dad were involved in sailing as well as my brother um, and my grandparents and my uncles, almost the entire family. Uh, I wasn't really interested when I was young. I... Did try sailing and I think I didn't enjoy it as a child. Uh, But when I was an adult and moved away from home um, up to Lennox Head in the Northern Rivers, it was during the COVID pandemic that uh, my interest started to grow in sailing. And I ended up joining the local sailing club, which was Tweed Valley Sailing Club. Mm -hmm. So I did the She Sells learn to sell dinghy program there in 2022 with uh, Monique Smith sorry it was 2021 actually she introduced me to Andy Lamont and so I started crewing with him in some dinghy races then I started sailing with him at Southport Yacht Club in the inshore twilight races and some offshore yacht racing as well. My interest just really grew once I got started. Um, I wanted to try lots of different types of sailing. I went up to Malula Bar Yacht Club to try the women's skills development program. So I did uh, some regattas up there in the women's keelboat regattas, Helming and Elliott Six. And then I eventually bought a laser as well to try some single-handed sailing
0: including your family? Who are your role models in regards to sailing?
1: Yeah, once I started sailing, I would say that my granddad was definitely a role model. Granddad sailed for for many years. I think he did about 13 Lord Howe Island races. He also skippered a boat in the 1982 Sydney Hobart yacht race. Uh, The boat was Patanoia. It was a half tunnel I believe the smallest boat in the fleet Um, so he definitely inspired me to to race in the Sydney Hobart as well as my my dad um, who had done some Sydney Hobart races including the 1993 race I believe he won in his boat Cuckoo's Nest Mm -hmm. Uh, and then my brother Alex of course is another role model but I would say that team SEA were also uh, big role models of mine after they did the Volvo Ocean Race in 2014 and 2015. Yeah. And they, uh, of course, went on to found the Magenta Project. Yeah, they were definitely role models of mine um, as I was getting into offshore sailing. Fantastic. And that
0: leads me into how did you get involved with the Magenta Project and um, expand on some of the processes?
1: I was first made aware of the applications for the Magenta Project mentoring program by Michael Wiley at the Richmond River Sailing Rowing Club. I'd done um, some skiff sailing with him um, in his skiff training program. So I applied in the previous year and I wasn't selected, I applied second year round. And I think with some more sailing experience and some clearer goals, I was then selected into the 2022 to 2023 mentoring program. I was paired up with Nick Douglas as my mentor and we were involved in a nine month mentoring program. So we had monthly meetings and webinars and we attended quite a few events together um that time um, including a volunteer project for the magenta project we um, put together a meetup event uh in hobart following the sydney hobart race so that was a really successful event we had some speakers like stacy jackson and julia owens talking about their experiences and then nick and i went on to Go to some sail GP events together in Sydney and Christchurch, and that really grew my interest in foiling. So, I sort of transitioned my main goals from offshore sailing into starting to learn to foil and get into the to the foiling world.
0: Yeah. So before we get into your trip to Europe and your foiling, your six in the sixty nine F sailing. What had been sort of your previous type of sailing? So you mentioned dinghies, you mentioned Sydney to Hobart, you mentioned, um, was it the Elliots as well?
1: Yeah, so I started um, racing in crude dinghies. So at the Tweed Valley Sailing Club, um, I entered some club races and then we would travel to some regattas around New South Wales and Queensland. Um, Then... After about a year, I decided to buy the laser and start racing um, a little bit in the laser as well. Um, I went down to Ballina to try out in the 15-foot skiff with Michael Wiley's skiff training program. And then around that time, I also went up to Mooloolaba to to start helming in the Elliott Six. So that was a really great program, Um, learning a lot about, fleet racing and helming. I gained a lot of skills in that program. I had the opportunity to crew and race in the Sailing Champions League Asia-Pacific Finals. Yeah, um, yeah, That was a great experience as well. Yeah, my main focus was really um, getting to do a Sydney Hobart race. In 2022, I joined a team from Southport Yacht Club. Um, it was a well-born 50 owned by Andy Lamont um, and we raced in about a year-long year campaign, starting with the races out of Southport Yacht Club and then doing some of the Southeast Queensland races and some qualifiers and deliveries and whatnot to prepare for the Sydney Hobart in 2022. And how did you find the Hobart? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a really good experience for me. I was trimming and we had really good conditions that year. So yeah, I couldn't really ask for a better first Sydney Hobart. My brother Alex was also racing in his first Sydney Hobart on another boat. So yeah, we had the whole family down in Hobart to celebrate with, which was a great experience. And I think Alex and I are both wanting to sort of start that tradition of, of doing many Sydney Hobarts as well. Very much like your, your dad. Yeah, I think so. We're sort of following in his footsteps. Let's
0: have a bit of a chat about your trip to Europe. And did you leave for Europe?
1: Uh, that was in June, July of this year. Over there for two weeks for the foiling program.
0: I process a bit about that experience.
1: Yes, and the Magenta Project have been collaborating for a few years now. So they've offered um, different opportunities over the years. Um, It was 10th uh, anniversary of Foiling Week. So they decided to make it a 10 day event instead of the normal seven day week um, action between the Magenta Project and Foiling Week to offer a tri-foiling clinic So, and was open to any of the current Magenta Project mentees and also the broader alumni network. So, any past Mm -hmm. women that had gone through the program as well. We ended up having about 11 women that were selected from around the world. So, some sailors from the UK and Europe, um, the US and Canada, as well as Australia and Asia. Um, So, we all traveled. Uh, for the 10 day event in Lake Garda, and um, we had the opportunity to trial in a few different foiling classes. Um, so, for some of us, it was our first time foiling, and then others had previous experience in uh, the wasp or the, the moth. But mm-hmm. the intention was to um, really provide an opportunity for all of us to trial in various different classes. So, there were other classes that came on board like the B Foil and UFO, the ETF 26, the Birdie Fish, and then the 69F. Um, so they all provided opportunities for us to try try out their uh, foiling boats on the lake. Um, and the 69F was involved in a trial process uh, with the goal to put together a foiling team uh, that represents the Magenta project. Um, to start training and racing on the 69F circuit.
0: So the 69F circuit is predominantly in Europe, is that correct?
1: Yeah, the the fleet of boats is usually based around Lake Garda. They do travel to different parts of Europe um, for different regattas. Um, Yeah, so predominantly that particular fleet is um, based in Europe and there is a second 69F fleet that's based in the US as well. I I was particularly interested in going to trial in these boats at the trifoiling clinic. Um, It was a really good opportunity for myself and the other mentees um, to go and out in all of these classes because Mm -hmm. majority of us don't have access to these um, types of boats sailing um, where we live. So yeah, it's a really... Uh, it's a a really incredible pathway that they're developing to get more women into a more higher level of foiling that otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity back home
0: yeah great the the foilers what does that actually feel like when you're up there flying what sort of speeds are you doing
1: yeah it does feel pretty amazing Um, and we are going pretty fast but I would say that um, it doesn't feel very fast it feels um, pretty smooth and and pretty seamless but I think on our first day of trials um, the top speed was around 28 knots boat speed um, on the lake and that wasn't the highest wind strength either um, but it was pretty exciting to yeah to almost hit 30 knots on our first day of foiling. What
0: you- Does that mean you're going to continue your skiff sailing?
1: I definitely want to continue um, my skiff sailing. I think that that's a good sort of training pathway for me whilst I am in Australia. So, yeah, definitely want to get involved in um, some more skiff sailing and try out a few different um, classes whilst I'm back home.
0: Looking forward... Can new Magenta Project mentees experience Foiling Week?
1: Yeah, so the goal is to develop this pathway. So uh, it will continue each year some form of collaboration between Foiling Week and the Magenta Project, which will be available to any of the current Magenta Project mentees as well as the alumni network. So anyone that's going through the program will have access to those sorts of events in the future.
0: Fantastic. So what was a major thing you learned about yourself when you were there?
1: I think the main thing was that I want to continue pursuing foiling and, yeah, to keep trying out these new experiences. For me, it's definitely a challenge. I really enjoyed the experience and I would love to experience being on a competitive circuit like the 69f is getting more involved in the campaign side of things so our team is all working behind the scenes on our campaign um involved in the marketing sponsorship fundraising the logistics side of things so yeah we're all learning to uh to run a campaign as well as um, learning to foil and try to get ourselves racing on this circuit.
0: Great. Do you know how many alumni are in Australia of the Magenta Project?
1: Yeah, it's actually quite a small group. We, uh, we had a meeting just this week uh, with um, alumni from previous years as well as um, the recent graduates of the program. And I would say each year there's, there's only one to two women that are coming uh, out of Australia to join the alumni network. So I think it would be good uh, for more clubs and um, more sailors to be aware of the Magenta Project mentoring program and the opportunities that are available so that we get some more applications out of Australia and more women joining the alumni network. Um, because after you, graduate from the nine-month program, you get to join the alumni group and there's, there's still great opportunities that are, that are coming um, out for the alumni group, like such as uh, the Foiling Week collaboration. See,
0: 69 Foiling, where can that lead in your sailing career?
1: Yeah, so I think training on the 69F circuit um, creates a really clear pathway to a higher level of competitive and foiling racing. So it's a great training boat for the AC40s. Um, We've just seen the first uh, Women's Gold Cup this past week on Lake Garda, um, which saw all female teams from all different countries racing together in the 69F. Um, I I believe the majority of those teams are uh, female teams that are currently training together for the upcoming um, Women's America's Cup. So uh, our Australian team just entered their first regatta on the 69F. Um, There were teams from New Zealand who I believe won that regatta um, as well as some teams from Europe and the US. So we're sort of having a similar um, goal of wanting to, create that pathway for women to come from all around the world and get the opportunity to train and race in a 69F um, and then have a very clear um, progression into something like an AC40 um, or just continuing in a single-handed boat like the, like the Wasp. Um, A really competitive fleet uh, with some of the best sailors, female um, and male around the world. So, Um, class to get involved with if you want to be on that pathway
0: great so have you thought about what's next for you Um,
1: i think i just want to focus on this campaign at the moment and yeah see where we can go with the magenta project Foiling team and continue working with the magenta project sort of on the media and communication side um, and then back home, I definitely want to continue my offshore sailing, looking to do another Sydney Hobart race, um, and continue uh, getting more involved in the in the Sydney offshore sailing scene. Um, and yeah, eventually, I'd love to uh, get racing in the in the Wasp myself, and so perhaps transition um, out of the Laser and into into the Wasp one day. Um, and yeah, just continue sailing um, in, in the dinghies as well. Like I, I love having a, a good variety of different types I, of sailing. I was going
0: to say you're very much an all-rounder and the skills are very transferable, aren't
1: they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like um, they definitely transfer between different classes and different um, types of sailing. So I love having a good a good variety.
0: Now, your current job, you're a naturopath. Will that enable you to travel and sail as well?
1: Yeah, so I am sort of just getting started in my career. I graduated in June of this year um, and I've spent the last couple of months establishing an online clinic. So Maddie Lyons Naturopathy is my business and I'll be offering online naturopathy consultations so that will give me the ability to work remotely in all different time zones um, so I can see clients face to face in telehealth consultations. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah that allows me to provide um, holistic health advice and um, sending out herbal medicine prescriptions and nutritional medicine prescriptions um, and I really have a special interest in the area of women's health so I'd love to continue working with women of all ages Um, I am definitely wanting to go into the area um, of menstrual cycle health pregnancy postpartum menopause really all of those um, women's health conditions across the lifespan so yeah i think that whilst i'm sailing um i can continue working as i travel and yeah hopefully working with a lot of women in the sailing uh industry as well
0: industry yeah that's fantastic that's really really good so from here if you had any words of wisdom you would like to share with someone listening um, to this podcast, what would they be?
1: Yeah, I would say that if you haven't yet, um, go and try sailing at your local sailing club. Um, you can look into the she sales initiatives in your area um, to get started. Um, if you're already sailing, then I would say reach out to the Magenta Project um, for support um, or to find out uh, how you can get involved. I think the application deadline for this year's program has passed now, but you can still look to apply in the new year um, and there's always volunteer opportunities. So, yeah, I would say um, reach out to the Magenta Project if you're interested in getting involved.
0: Fantastic. Well, look, thanks, Maddie. Really appreciate your insight into the Magenta Project, what you've been doing, the 69Fs, and uh, really look forward to catching up with you when you're back in Sydney and going for a sale. That would be great.
1: Thanks, Deb. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks.